Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with a discussion about the Catholic Church in Russia, pages 120 and 121. A discussion about the Catholic Church in Russia. Grum, Sapieha, Teodorovich, and I participated in a discussion about various church matters. Here, I have set down some of what was said on this occasion. 1. Why does the Catholic faith spread so little among the Orthodox? What should be done about it? A. We need true shepherds, both pastors and bishops, who would give the Russians good example. As it is, they say, things are bad with us, but they're even worse among you Catholics. B. Our Catholic parishes should be exemplary and well-organized. C. Catholics, and especially the clergy, should try to make contact with the Orthodox, to mingle with them, live among them, always living an exemplary life. D. To work in a positive way, avoiding criticism. Simple people do not understand dogmatic differences and errors. Ideals attract them. The faith itself. Therefore, we must avoid attacking and criticizing the Orthodox faith. E. We should pray for conversions. It would be a good idea to create a special society for this purpose. F. In my opinion, it would be possible to spread the Catholic faith among the Orthodox through the laity, if they were especially trained and organized for this. With Grum, we discussed how lay brothers could be trained as effective catechists. In my view, even in our work among Catholics, we will not be able to manage without lay catechists. Since atheism has become so widespread and so many people have left the church, many places and many people can be reached only through the laity. Right now, we need to draw more people into our apostolate, our own lay brothers and the laity in general. G. In order to attract the Orthodox, we, the clergy, should be able to rise above all political and nationalistic prejudice and seek only the greater glory of God, the salvation of souls, and the good of the Church. 2. What are the most pressing needs of the Catholic Church in Russia? A. Bishops who are good pastors, who are not only talented politicians, diplomats, and administrators, but who are, above all, good, devoted shepherds. Practicing diplomacy with the Russian government is of little value, while a bishop filled with the Spirit of God is at least able to strengthen the people's faith, and zealous, courageous, and industrious priests can count on his support for their work and their plans. B. Too much fear, diffidence, and cringing before the civil authorities can be observed among us. We should learn to say non possimus, we cannot do such and such. C. Priests and bishops ought to keep their distance from the department and its officials, although the department is very anxious that the bishops continually consult it so that it would become the center of our Catholic life. It is quick to make use of its system of intimidation, house searches, etc. It is important to adopt the right attitude and not to be afraid to suffer for the church 
and boldly to continue along the way shown us in the gospel. There was talk of many other things, but I cannot repeat them. I am convinced that it is a good thing to make a personal visit in Rome every once in a while. It is very useful when one is personally known there. The best thing is to transact one's business directly with the cardinals, not only with their secretaries. Blessed George writes of a discussion that he participated in. The two main Christian denominations in Russia at that time were the Catholic Church and the Russian Orthodox Church. He questions why the Catholic Church had made few inroads among the Orthodox. One reason he gives is the poor example given by the bishops and the clergy. He writes of the importance of giving good example. He emphasizes the need to avoid polemical arguments, and he writes of praying for conversions. Fear of that may be the reason why popes have not been invited to visit Russia. Atheism is a challenge, he writes, of lay catechists and the work of religious brothers. Political and nationalistic prejudices divide people. God wants unity among his followers. The bishops need to be true shepherds of the flock, and the bishops are not called upon to be politicians and diplomats, but first of all, shepherds. Uh, He also writes that the bishops and the clergy should show courage in their dealings with the civil leaders to stand up for the rights of the church. And he writes of the Department of Public Cult, a government agency which supervised all religious activities, but especially that of the Catholic Church in the territories ruled by Russia. They used uh, tactics of intimidation and house searches. And Blessed George writes of other matters that uh, were discussed but that need to remain secret. Uh, The footnote notes that um, the document was signed by the participants and then a uh, footnote was added afterwards or um, an extra note Uh, in which Blessed George wrote of the importance of knowing personally the cardinals in Rome, uh, importance of making a visit there so that uh, the heads of the religious communities can become known to them and so they know who they are dealing with. Uh, It's important for both sides. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, Grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.